now it's time for the Air Raid. Here's your host, Brian Griffiths. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Air Raid here on the Red Maryland Network. It is Sunday, March 25th, 2018. Hope you and yours had a fantastic weekend. Today, of course, a very important day uh, on the calendar. First, of course, it's Palm Sunday. We celebrated the uh, the uh, the entrance of our Lord into Jerusalem today and, of course, read the Passion uh, of the Lord in uh, in church this morning. So this is a very important day if you are a Christian. It's the most important week of the year as we head into Holy Week. It's also important for us Marylanders because today is Maryland Day. On this day, 384 years ago, the Ark and the Dove landed on St. Clement's Island in the, in the uh, Potomac River, celebrated the first Mass First Catholic Mass in the British American colonies and founded the colony of Maryland. And Maryland, of course, has been, you know, been an important part of our country and our most importantly, our home ever since. A lot of people don't understand the importance of of Maryland and the history of Maryland. Even people who are from Maryland, even people who are representing Maryland. Greg Klein has talked about this, you know, on on our various network shows from time to time. How Maryland attracts so many uh, transients, attracts so many people who move to Maryland for various reasons, whether they're serving in the military, or they're serving in the government, or they're looking for a better, you know, better economic opportunity. So many people move to Maryland, and they don't understand the history of our state. They don't understand that we were founded as a refuge for Catholics fleeing, fleeing persecution from the English mainland. They don't understand Maryland's pivotal role in the Revolutionary War being the old line that basically saved the Continental Army. They don't understand the important national historical events that have taken place in Maryland, including the Baltimore Riot, that was the first uh, bloodshed in the Civil War, the Battle of Antietam, Maryland's role during the Civil War, the fact that Abraham Lincoln arrested our General Assembly during the Civil War, that our General Assembly, the rest of our legislators, had to flee. People don't understand this. People don't understand Maryland's role, Maryland, the way Maryland has played in history as a border state. We have seen that time and time again play out. You remember the uproar about the Judge, uh, the Judge Taney statue of Supreme Court, the Supreme Court Justice, who was... The statue was unceremoniously removed last summer. People didn't understand why it was there. People didn't understand what it was celebrating. People didn't understand the historical context of what was going on. Much like now, we are seeing people, again, continuing to fight over our state song. People are continuing to fight over our state song because they've been told that it is certain things, that it represents Confederate sympathies, and that it represents an old uh, historical nature that certain people want to dismiss. Now, fortunately, that effort is not going to be totally successful this year, because efforts to eliminate the state song have already taken a turn, and those, those people who are pushing the removal of Maryland by Maryland as our state song, is already trying to relabel our state song as the state historical song, meaning that it retains some sort of undetermined historical importance, but is not really the state song. Now, of course, 
the people who are pushing this idea, basically, this is this is defeat for them because they realize that they can't totally eliminate the state song, which is good for her historical nature. But the fact that we're even talking about the state song for the umpteenth year in a row goes to show you the lengths that Democrats in the General Assembly will go to erase our history. Last summer, you'll remember, we we spearheaded an effort here at Red Maryland to protect our state flag. And people, particularly those on the left, lampooned that effort, saying that we'll never do that, that we'll never come after the state. Like, the state flag is sacrosanct. We even got Mike Miller and Mike Bush on the record saying that they would never support any efforts to change our state flag. The problem, of course, is is the fact there's really no reason to believe them. The reason that people are complaining about our state song has everything to do, as I said, with a lack of historical knowledge, a lack of historical context, and a lack of Maryland history being taught in our schools. Admittedly, a lot of Maryland's history, some of it is not the best the best type of history that you want to remember. Maryland was a slave state all the way until after the Civil War, once our constitutional amendments were passed that outlawed the practice of slavery. Maryland was a border state. Maryland did have, see, brother fight against brother. You had many Southern sympathizers in Southern Maryland. You had the people who plotted to kill Abraham Lincoln connected to our state. Much of our history is a shade of gray due to the fact that Maryland played such an integral part, a rare border state where you did see people go both ways in the war, and blood was shed on our soil during the Civil War. Just look at the bloodiest battle ever on American soil. The Battle of Antietam happened no less than 50 miles, give or take the way the crow flies, west of Baltimore. That's important. That means something. But many Marylanders, people who are not from Maryland, and even many who are, don't understand. They don't know the context. They don't know the environment that our state song was created in. It's important to understand this historical context. And this historical context is something that is just not being taught in schools. Whether it's because for political reasons whether that it's just not sexy enough, whether that people think that they don't need to know about the history of their state. People just don't know about why Maryland is the way it is. The unique nature of our state, the fact that our state is in fact America in miniature. And that applies not just to our geography, but to our people, to our business, to our dialect. The fact that you have, in certain parts of the state, a coal mining culture, a culture that has the capability of making money and earning a living based on the fracking of natural gas, but is not being allowed to by legislators dominating from another part of the state who, whose business practice is an entirely different thing. Their business practices is business and government, the service industry. People who don't understand what it's like to live off the land, what it's like to live paycheck to paycheck. Very similarly, southern Maryland and the eastern shore is dominated by agriculture. 
It's dominated by people who do live off the land and grow the food that we eat. And I know if you're anything like me, you're looking forward to eating some of that Eastern Shore corn later this summer. But the fact is, is that people don't understand the uniqueness, the peculiar peculiar nature of Maryland. And they don't understand our history. And that's why they go after the state song. That's why they will go after the state flag, notwithstanding the protestations of Democrats. And you know something? There's something else this weekend that happened that showed the true nature of not understanding history, of not understanding culture, of not understanding where we've been and not understanding the rights that have been given to us. And of course, I'm talking about the March for Our Lives that occurred in many places around the country, particularly the D.C. one. The D.C. one, the D.C. March for Our Lives, that was that was ostensibly organized by, by high school students, but certainly not paid for it by them, since it took millions of dollars to put this on, was basically one of the most ignorant displays of ignorance about history, about culture, about our governing documents that we've ever seen. We are talking about kids who are being used. And make no mistake, they are being used by the Democrats to push an unpopular and unconstitutional political agenda. The fact that one of the kids would go up there and give a speech about gun control wearing a a jacket with a Cuban flag patch on it a government that oppresses its people, a government where you can't get basic services, a government where you certainly can't get health care or a good job or exercise any bit of basic liberty. Is that really the message that you want to send the American people? That you want to turn the United States into Cuba? I think the best example of this ignorance is one of the March ringleaders, if you will, David Hogg, the 17-year-old who's decided that he wants to that he wants to capitalize on his newfound popularity by becoming the latest left-wing shill for every left-wing issue that comes up. Giving a speech where first he attacks Marco Rubio, then talks about how he wants basically your right to own a firearm taken away, but says that having being forced to wear a clear backpack is an invasion of his privacy. Well, the problem with so many of the people who went to the march, so many people who were commenting on Facebook and Twitter and other social media avenues about the march, is that they don't understand that the First Amendment that gives them the right to march has the same constitutional application as the Second Amendment, which gives the rest of us the right to bear arms. Nobody is forcing anybody to buy a gun. If they want to not purchase a weapon, that's their right. If they want to advertise that they are unarmed, that's their right. If they want to put a put a sign in front of their house that says this house has no guns, that's their right. They can do that. Much like the rest of us have the right to arm ourselves for self-defense. So many people who are gun grabbers talk about hunting. Oh, we're not we're going to make sure that your right to hunt is protected. Well, the second amendment's not about hunting. The second amendment 
is about protection. Protection of your family from people who wish to do you harm, whether they are within, within or without the government. Because they don't understand the pre-revolutionary nat- war nature of America. They don't understand the trials and tribulations that our founding fathers faced. They don't understand that the right to bear arms dates all the way back to the 12th century in English common law, the assize of arms, back in the 1160s. They don't understand that totalitarian governments go after the guns first. They don't understand what can happen when good guys without guns face bad guys with guns. They don't understand why the Second Amendment is so important. They may not understand for a variety of reasons. They may not understand because it hasn't been taught to them. They may not understand because they've taken in their they've taken in their their input about these issues from Hollywood and from the media. The Hollywood, same Hollywood and the same media that surrounds themselves with armed guards, but sides with the Democrats in order to you have show a united front to try to disarm the American people. And make no mistake about it, the same incrementalism that we have seen when it comes to the state flag, the same incrementalism that we have seen when it comes to the state songs, the same incrementalism that we have seen when it comes to guns, because now... Democrats are making no bones about the fact that they want to eliminate your right to own a weapon. That they want to eliminate the Second Amendment. That they want to make it incredibly restrictive to buy and possess a handgun, a rifle, or any other piece of equipment that you want to have. And we've shown how effective that's been in Chicago and Baltimore and many other cities which have banned or virtually banned, or made it impossible to purchase handguns for self-defense purposes. The fact is, is the fact that these kids who organized this march for Marjorie Stoneman High School, they're hurting. I get that. I understand that. But they are allowing themselves to become the vessels of adults who have been pushing this gun-grabbing agenda for generations. They have allowed themselves to become the voice of the Democratic Party, espousing bombastic rhetoric, violent rhetoric, hateful rhetoric, that shows that they don't understand gun ownership, they don't understand guns themselves, they don't understand the restrictions that they are proposing, and that they don't understand the ramifications of what they are saying. The fact of the matter is, is that if the Broward County Sheriff's Office had done their job, lives would have been saved. If the resource officer hadn't cowered out and had gone in there and engaged the shooter, lives would have been saved. The good guy with the gun can stop the bad guy with a gun, much like we saw at Great Mills High School down in Maryland. They don't understand. 
And whether it's willful ignorance or a lack of knowledge because they weren't taught about the Constitution, that they weren't taught about the Bill of Rights, that they weren't taught about American history. That creates problems for our country, much like it's created problems for our state. People who don't understand history, as you know, are doomed to repeat it. The fact that David Hogg finished his speech yesterday giving what looked like you know, pretty close to a Nazi salute shows that, you don't, that they don't understand what they're doing. They don't understand the imagery. They don't understand the meaning. They don't understand where we have been as a country. They don't realize that gun control was used during the Jim Crow era to suppress African Americans. They don't realize that the fascist governments of Europe seized the guns first. They don't know or they don't care. The fact of the matter is is that we are being coerced, dragged into these messes, into these discussions by people who do not have our best interests at heart. They do not have the knowledge, the historical knowledge, the technical knowledge of the people that have come before them. You might think that showing what's happening here in Maryland on Maryland Day and comparing it to what happened yesterday with the March for Our Lives, which, as you know, is nothing more than a Democratic pep rally, you might think that's a bit of a stretch. Brian, you are just off the reservation with this one. You are off your nut. You are just taking these two issues and conflating them. Am I? Ten years ago, you wouldn't have a rally where people were flaunting the fact that they don't believe that you have a right, you have constitutional rights. That they were flaunting the fact that they want to take all of your guns away. And they don't understand. The people who are pushing these things, they don't understand what that means. They don't understand that if your Second Amendment rights can just be taken away just like that, that so can your First Amendment rights. So can your Fifth Amendment rights. So can your Eighteenth Amendment rights. All your rights can be taken away if one can be taken away. You know, we here at Red Maryland, you know, we understand that there are 27 amendments to the Constitution and we support them all. One of the things that we hope that you are doing is making sure that the people in your life, no matter from the age of 7 to the age of 77, that they have familiarity with our history, both American history and Maryland history, our culture, Maryland culture, American culture, and our governing documents. Understand what the state constitution says. Understand why our state song is what it is. Understand what our state motto is. And to understand the U.S. Constitution. And understand the sacrifices that were made to protect those liberties, to earn those liberties. And that It is not a choice. We don't get to choose which constitutional rights we believe in and which constitutional rights we don't believe in. We must stand up, remind people of our history, both good and bad, 
and we must stand up for our freedoms and our liberties. Because there are far too many people in this country who will bargain away our liberties for political power. We must stand up to them. I want to thank you very much for joining me on this week's episode of The Air Raid. Be sure to check out all of our Red Maryland Network programming. Tuesday Tuesday nights, it's usually the Conservative Refuge. This week, uh, Red Maryland Radio, which usually airs on Thursday, our flagship, will air on Tuesday this week. Uh, we will all, all, On the weekends, we have Red Maryland Election Focus. Sundays is the air raid. There will be no air raid next Sunday on Easter Sunday. But to make sure that you are getting all of your Red Maryland network programming delivered to the device of your choice, you can subscribe to Red Maryland on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, the TuneIn Radio app, and Google Play. We'd also encourage you to go to MarylandPodcastMonth.com. Maryland Podcast Month will be in May this year. And check out what we're doing there and all of the great podcasts that are participating in Maryland Podcast Month. The home base for all things Red Maryland, though, is RedMaryland.com. You can go there and click on the Support Us link, and you'll find the links to subscribe to Red Maryland programming, as well as the link to subscribe to our Red Maryland newsletter. It also gives you the the, uh, flyer so that you can be part of our Red Maryland street team and promote Red Maryland across the state and make sure that people in your life know where they can get great conservative content at redmaryland.com. You also can click on the Amazon link and make your purchases through that Amazon link and you just shop on Amazon as normal and a portion of that purchase will come back to Red Maryland to help us grow and enhance the network. You can also click on the Zazzle link and make your purchase on that Zazzle link at the Red Maryland Zazzle store and buy your Red Maryland t-shirts, drinkware, and more, or just go to Zazzle.com slash Red Maryland. We also have the link to our PayPal donation page. That's paypal.me slash Red Maryland. And if you want to advertise with Red Maryland, too, you can go to RedMaryland.com and click on the Advertise With Us link, and it will tell you all you need to know about advertising with the Voice of Maryland, Red Maryland. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Red Maryland. We are on Twitter at Red Maryland. We are on Instagram at Red Maryland. Be sure to like us and invite your friends and family to like us as well. You are the force multiplier. You are the ones that can share our stories, that can share good conservative content, and make sure that people see that content in their feed in order to get the real story as to what's going on and how you can and they can also best help conservatism in the state of Maryland. We, of course, have at this point, we are running several of our candidate surveys every day. So if you want to learn more about the candidates, go to RedMaryland.com and read the candidate surveys. You can just click on the candidate surveys. There's a, there's a tab there. You can click on the candidate surveys and you can get the all the hundreds of candidate surveys that we're going to post are available at that candidate surveys link. If you want uh, to to email us, that's very simple. RedMaryland at gmail.com is how you do that. You can also call us on the Red Maryland Talkback line at 410-205-4875. That's 410-205-4875. And we will feature your comments on a future Red Maryland Network program. Folks, be sure to make sure that your friends and family are aware of the Constitution that we should never be in a position where we are willing to bargain away our liberty and our rights for the illusion of safety. For everybody here at the network, thank you very much for listening. You have been listening to The Air Raid. I am Brian Griffiths. Good night, and God bless.
Queen of York, 